Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. You don't wonder what it tells me. You are right. Maybe you are mad, frightening yourself with imaginary things in the dark. After all we've endured, after what we have seen, what men can do, you think it is bumps in the night that frighten me? You think I can be afraid of ghosts? The idea of leaving behind your home is a daunting enough concept for many, let alone leaving your country. But imagine this decision to relocate is made not from an individual's choice, but a necessity. Fleeing a war that has engulfed your home in violence and bloodshed, to stay means certain death for you and your loved ones. And even if by some luck you manage to survive your harrowing journey across the sea to your destination, it doesn't mean your past is done with you. Remy Weekey's directorial debut, His House, is a poignant horror story about a fresh start. Currently streaming on Netflix, His House tells the tale of a South Sudan refugee couple, Bol, played by Shapei Derusu, and Riau, played by Wunmi Musaku, seeking asylum in England. But as they'll quickly learn, surviving the voyage to their new life is only the beginning. As soon after arriving at their new home, the couple begin to experience strange haunting events tied to their tragic past. Even before the physical horrors present themselves in their house, writer and director Remy Weekes, aided by writers Felicity Evans and Toby Venables, meticulously craft the film's poignant narrative. At the heart of the film is the refugee experience attempting to assimilate to a foreign way of life, when that way of life may not be as accepting as one was led to believe it to be. The film begins with our duo in an English detention facility where cynicism and oppression reign supreme. It's a grueling predicament, being held in limbo as to whether they will be granted asylum or deported back home, where only suffering and death would await them. The creative team doesn't shy away from portraying the stark reality of refugees' situation, as those deciding their fate are cold, calculated, and uncaring, or even truly seeing them as people. People speak down to Bull and Real, reminding them that they aren't citizens and impose harsh, demeaning restrictions that anyone accustomed to first world living wouldn't last a day abiding by. And yet the couple are grateful for the opportunity to leave their old life behind, even if it means residing within a maggot-infested home. Once granted asylum, they are bussed and briskly dismissed to a disheveled residence, more aptly a sty, which is putting it nicely, though the government official Mark, played by Matt Smith, assigned to their case assures them it's bigger than his home. Furthermore, he insists that the couple should do their best to fit in and become some of the good ones, a nomenclature that isn't lost on the audience or our protagonists. Though once the couple become settled into their new physical home, they still must contend with the psychological prison that their minds remain in. This is where Remy Weekey's nuanced approach to scares would have you think he's a seasoned horror director, rather than this being his feature film debut. The haunting that occurs within the halls of the couple's home are directly linked to their trauma they endured as a result of fleeing their country. Everything has significant meaning to the characters, rather than a random string of demonic figures or ghostly images. This amplifies every instance of the film's scares both jump and psychological, further heightened by Wiki's meticulously crafted tension. Seriously, the setup for scares is so well executed on that the first major scare of the film made me yelp out loud. The viewer becomes so immersed in the tense, riddled atmosphere of their home that even the one or two instances of standard jump scares have some sort of terrifying significance fueling them. 
Ultimately, it is the mystery behind why these haunting events are happening to the couple that keeps the viewer invested in the narrative throughout. Interwoven into the hauntings are the couple's struggle to assimilate, partially due to the realities of the refugee experience in host countries. Whether it's a group of black British boys harassing Rial for her accent, or a security guard profiling Bolt as he enters a clothing shop, the horrors of the film are both figments and very tangible, real-world ones. While Wiki's deserves an abundance of credit, the film benefits from the fantastic pair performance of Chape and Woon Mi. Their portrayal of people simply attempting to survive and smiling in the face of their tragic and oppressive reality is as heartbreaking as it is occasionally heartwarming. As despite having nothing, they have something in one another. These are two deeply traumatized people who are attempting to make the most of a bad situation, never fully breaking down in front of one another initially, but instead trying to hold one another up. In a particular heart-wrenching scene, a doctor inquires as to Rial's symbol scarred on her body, referring to them as beautiful. She tells the doctor the reality of where she's from, people are butchered depending on the village they are from, and she had to give herself a second set of scarring in order to ensure she could pretend to belong to the other village if questioned. Matter-of-factly stating, I survive by belonging nowhere. Meanwhile, we see how the mysterious events that occurred on the boat ride over haunt Bull, who begins hallucinating and waking up in strange places more frequently. One evening during a meal, the camera slowly steps back from the couple eating dinner in their apartment. As the camera continues to back away, we see that Bull is now eating by himself. A single wall of his kitchen remains standing, but his house has been replaced with a vast ocean as corpses shamble towards him, reminding him of a tragic event from his past. Once more, these moments, supernatural or otherwise, are emotionally draining and impactful due to the real-world sentiment they are based in. While a shambling corpse may be a very supernatural entity, what that corpse represents, and more importantly who that corpse is, can be traced to real-world events. There's no better instance of their being cognizant of their new reality than when Rial says to Bull, After what we have seen, what men can do, do you think it's bumps in the night that frighten me? This grounded foundation for a ghost story invokes not only sympathy for our protagonist, but very real-world sentiment that thousands, if not millions of people have been subjected to. His House is not only a fantastic feature debut for Wikis, but it's one of the most important horror films of the year. Another stellar example of how the vessel of horror can be used to tell compelling tales that give diverse voices the platform they so desperately need. Fans of films such as Under the Shadow should definitely check out His House while it's streaming on Netflix. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram and at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.